The average man today is sleepwalking through life, many never reaching their true potential, let alone ever crossing the finish line to living a purposeful life. Luckily throughout history, there exists a few good men we can look to for guidance. Strong, confident, driven. Men who weren't afraid to face the greatest tyrant they've ever known, their minds. Forged in the fire of their shadows, these men knew who they were at their core. Solid in their convictions, owners of their reality, men of action, strength and character, masters of their destiny. Today's man is no different. The hunger still exists, albeit buried amidst his cluttered mind, misguided beliefs and values that no longer serve them or the world. There's never been a better time than today for men to stand up and claim their stake. It's time to reconnect to your life purpose. Evolving into husbands and fathers, our wives and children deserve. Becoming masters of our life and the leaders of our homes and community. Ever evolving, today's man is assured he is aligned for greatness. Welcome to the movement. Stay strong, my brother. Welcome, everyone. My name is Alan. And I'm the host of the Evolved Man podcast and the founder and creator of The Awakened Man. I'm so grateful that you're here today because we're going to talk about some really heavy stuff. Stuff that are, I would consider that are significant emotional events. And I'll get into what that means in just a couple of minutes here. But these are things that have happened in our lives that have shifted how we are as men. And so let me go through a quick list here for you. Divorce, career-ending injury, death of a parent. Conviction, addiction, major incident or accident, robbery, physically abused, emotionally abused, sexually abused, bankruptcy, fired or losing your job, arrested, infidelity as the instigator or the recipient, being disabled, a home break-in or depression. Now, of course, this isn't an exhaustive list, but it's just some of the key areas or some of the key events that have happened in many of our lives. And so a few years ago, when I became licensed as an NLP practitioner, I took the training because I had gone through about nine of these events that I had listed earlier. And yep, a whole lot of shit had happened and there was a bunch more yet to come. See, and I already touched on that these are called significant emotional events or experiences. And I point to these experiences because they do leave a lasting impression on us and have both major and minor shifts in our personality, our character, and our mindset, and ultimately in how we view the world. You see, it's really the meaning that it's important. And it's about the kinds of questions that we will now ask ourselves about that meaning and about that event that really shape who we are and our personalities. So here's four of them I have for you. What kind of decisions did I make after the event or the experience? Or how did my shifts and my values and beliefs shift? What was actually true about the event and the experience? And finally, what can I do differently now that I'm aware of why this event has happened? These are really deep questions. Questions that we generally don't want to ask ourselves because it makes us feel uncomfortable. It can give us a sense of being a little bit out of control. But trust me here with this, brothers, that asking these questions really gives you the power back 
because if you don't understand it yet, you will by the end of this talk, that we are giving away our power when we don't take control of these events. So let's look at these questions in a little bit more detail. What kind of decisions did I make after the event or the experience? Well, generally, what ends up by happening is one of two things. Where we either shut down as individuals or we ramp up. Both are coping mechanisms for how we're going to we're dealing with life because of these significant emotional events. So we probably have a little bit of both going on depending on the scenario or the, the type of environment that we're in. But let me use an example of bankruptcy. When I went into bankruptcy about two decades ago, it left me with this fear of making a mistake. For years, I had that fear. It drove every decision I made, especially financial decisions, and taking a chance or a risk to improve myself. But I was only scratching to get by, so life really wasn't happening for me because I was spending too much time thinking about protecting myself. Next was a divorce. Those two went hand in hand because they happened to be with each other. See, it started me on the path of self-discovery, though, and it started to help me ask the, answer the question, who am I as a man? And what did I wish to become? And then th that forced me to look at the things that needed to change today, moving forward. So the key starting point is to start to do your work. You have to challenge yourself to figure this shit out, guys. Because if you don't, nothing's going to change for you. These events happen because of your decisions and your actions. That was really empowering for me to finally absorb and accept that. That it was my decisions, my, my actions that caused these events to occur. Now, that might be a hard pill for us to swallow. But the fact of the matter is that's true. We either take responsibility for our lives or we are forever a victim. I know I choose to take responsibility. Let's look at the next question. Did our values and beliefs shift? For sure they will have shifted, and it's totally understandable. But does that value and belief shift serve you today? Well, let's think about it back when, it, when the event first occurred. Absolutely, I would suggest that it did in the beginning serve you. It served you because it was protecting you. The values and beliefs shifted because it, you needed to ensure that you were going to be okay. And from that, from that safety and protection, that's how you started to make your decisions. But now I want to ask you, some time has passed. Does this limit, does this belief still serve you today? And I would suggest that it probably doesn't. It doesn't serve you today because it's holding you back. It's holding you back from making the decisions that you should be making, that in order for you to live your life in its complete fullness, you're not forgetting about who you are. You're reminding yourself about what, who you truly are. So for the man when I work with, that I work with, these shifts actually become limiting beliefs that, they have, that are ending up by hampering the growth in who they are as men. So we all go through a real quickly what a the limiting belief exercise looks like to give you a sense of how we help them make that shift. So what we do is I get them to write down a, bel a belief they have around a significant emotional event. From there... To give them as many points as they can to show how this belief is serving them. In other words, what does this belief do for them? Then, you guessed it. They write as many points as they can on how it is that this belief is hampering them. This is really the hard part, because we don't want to look at that side. And it's usually when I get blank looks and responses. 
But once we start poking at it a little bit, we can see that there are parts of that belief that is holding them back. Finally, I have them write out a new empowering belief that removes the limitation around them. Then we finish it off with an anchoring exercise that helps them solidify that new empowering belief. They leave with a bit of a tool to keep that new belief anchored for them. Then we get into values. I have them go through a values ranking exercise. The goal is for them to see for the first time what is really driving their decisions. The guys come up with five value words. Then they're asked to create a statement that ties the values together. You see, the combination of these two exercises gives men an insight into how their significant emotional event have been driving their daily lives. Now, with this awareness, they can actually start taking control of their lives. And i got to tell you, it's so powerful to see that aha moment for them when they realize this major uh, significant event and how it has impacted them. And they now have a tool to help them get through it. So let's look at the next question. The next question is, what is actually true about the experience or the event? You see, this question is about the stories. It's the stories that we tell ourselves about the event. And as time grows between the event and today, the stories become ingrained and sometimes embellished. Let me be clear here. I'm not saying that the event is embellished. What I'm saying is the meaning around the event becomes embellished. That is what's driving the beliefs and the values I talked about earlier. So let me give you an example. The bankruptcy story. You see, for years I told myself that I will never be wealthy because I don't make enough money, so everything I need I have to put on credit. That's bullshit. The truth is, I want that marshmallow today. My problem is, I had a lack of patience with no saving and investment program. Let's look at another common one. Divorce. I told myself that it was her fault for not wanting to work through our issues. Again, I called bullshit. The truth is, I had violated the marriage so bad that I left her no choice. It was my decisions and actions that ended the marriage, not hers. Does any of this make sense? Finally, what can I do differently now that I'm aware of why this has happened? Well, I've touched on a couple things already. One of the things you can do is start asking better questions. Instead of asking, what, what, how did this happen to me? Ask, what can I do differently next time? Instead of asking, what's the use? Ask, what's behind this belief? Instead of asking, why doesn't she love me anymore? Ask, where have I given up my masculinity? Instead of asking, why did she leave me? Ask, what part did I play in the separation and divorce? You see, it's really about reclaiming ourselves. Life just doesn't happen. We are the directors and the stars of this movie called Life. I've heard it said that God doesn't know what you want until you make a decision. If you want a different outcome, then start making a conscious effort to change your thinking, your language, your actions, and your habit. That is the formula for success. Listen, guys, these are trying times, and I have no doubt the long-term effects of this pandemic are going to be far more devastating than the pandemic itself. And rest assured, we are all living in a significant emotional event as we speak. And if you don't have the tools to deal with life, I suggest you start finding some. That's what The Awakened Man is here for. You can check out my website at theawakenedman.net and click any of the links that'll take you to the Awakened Man Training Academy 
and sign up for the Band of Brothers Men's Circle. You see, we meet weekly. We work with men. We work with you to help you through significant emotional events, help you reclaim your masculinity, and reclaim the life that you desire. I want to thank you today for joining, joining me. This was a real heavy podcast, and I really enjoyed spending this time with you. Aho, my brothers. Thank you for listening to the Evolving Man Podcast. Are you ready to own your destiny? To become more the man you are destined to be? Join the brotherhood that is the Awakened Man at theawakenedman.net and start forging a new destiny today.